Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And the conversation is coming up. Hi, Mike Douglas here on the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks so much for joining us. We are live and local and my privilege to serve you as your personal concierge for conversation Monday through Friday on the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our time together, of course, uh, is a time for rational and reasonable conversation about the significant issues of the day that personally affect you and me here in the Central Valley of California. My privilege also to wear a couple other hats here in the community, uh, a pastor uh, serving two congregations in the greater Modesto area, and uh, one of my uh, greatest honors to serve as the president and CEO of Advancing Vibrant Communities. The mission there is to connect volunteers with opportunities to serve in response to a, a wonderful command that is millennia old to love your neighbors as yourselves and you can find more about that at vibrantcommunities.org vibrantcommunities.org our lives have become in a way a hostage really to public policy regarding coronavirus Uh, first amendment rights are being questioned extended governmental authority under Emergency proclamations and states of emergency, those are being questioned. And now that vaccines are available, the supply chain from the federal government is being questioned as vaccine sites have run out of the products. Science, uh, whose science and whose conflicting science is being cited and debated. Local schools are laying out plans to reopen, but... Wow, it's been a a long journey through 2020 and a long beginning of 2021 for school children, teachers, and especially their parents and grandparents trying to cope with Internet-based learning for uh, these young minds. Businesses that were built over decades are closing or or they have closed due to COVID-19 public policies. People have lost jobs. And then the California Employment Development Department has been rocked by revelations of inefficiency, upwards of uh, 11 plus billion dollars of fraud payouts being looked at and a technological infrastructure that appears to be right right out of the, I guess you would call it the cyber stone age. And we're 11 months into a commitment that we thought would last about 15 days to work together to flatten the curve. Well, 11 months later, where are we? Nerves are raw. Patience is waning. Frustrations are high. And here we are to talk about it intelligently, realistically, rationally, and reasonably. To help us with details that we may find surprising as we go along and information we can practically use, our guest today is Dr. Robert Chin. He's a family physician, 37 years of service to the greater Modesto area. And uh, he also, I am very proud to say, serves as the chairman of the board of directors of Advancing Vibrant Communities at VibrantCommunities.org. Now, I know many of you probably have questions about uh, our theme for today, and we're going to be looking at vaccines, variants, and the virus. 
And if you have questions, now's the time to ask them while we have Dr. Chin with us. Our phone number here on the Mike Douglas Show is area code 209-551-3483. That's area code 209-551-3483. Well, Dr. Robert Chin, welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Thanks for being with us today. Well, thank you, Mike. Um pleased to be with you again. Well, Dr. Chin, uh, just just a, a quick look at what what's happening around our area. Uh, Stanislaus had uh, at last total here, I think, over 66,000 vaccinations. San Joaquin County, uh, 80, over 81,000. Tuolumne County, approaching 9,500. Calaveras County, Uh, almost 7,000. So the vaccines are on a roll. Let's start our discussion today, Dr. Chin, with have you heard any concerns? How have people reacted to the vaccines? And if they haven't had one, what concerns are you hearing about why they might not want to get one? Yes, I speak to my patients daily regarding this issue. And there are... uh, some concerns out there about the fact that this vaccine was rolled out fairly quickly within about nine months, and generally speaking, it takes four to six years to develop a vaccine. So there is concern about how rapidly it was rolled out and therefore how safe it is or is not. Are there other concerns about the makeup of the vaccines, uh, Dr. Chin? Anything that you heard that we, we might not be hearing about that others would be uh, concerned about it in terms of what goes into the vaccines? I've had uh, some patients uh, uh, express concern that these vaccines may be a way that the government is instilling a chip into our bodies and therefore monitoring our whereabouts. Uh, There also uh, have been patients that have expressed concerns about whether fetal cells were utilized in making these vaccines. So that's been another uh, concern I've dealt with. And then, of course, there's the concern about allergic reactions uh, that people have also heard about. Let me go back to the, the fetal uh, component, Dr. Chin. The concern there is where those uh, fetal elements came from. Are they linking that to abortions? Or what, what do you think the, the concern is there? Yeah, the concern is that uh, people have heard that maybe some fetal tissue or fetal cells were used to make the vaccines. So that is not true in none of the vaccines that are available now or that are in development are there actual aborted fetal cells that are in the vaccines themselves. But where this concern uh, probably arose is the fact that they may have heard that some of the vaccines were grown in in cell lines that uh, were originated from fetal cells. And that is true. Uh, none of the present vaccines that is available right now, namely the Moderna nor the Pfizer, were grown in fetal cell lines. 
but some of the ones that are up and coming, namely the Johnson & Johnson and the AstraZeneca ones, uh, do have, uh, they do use an adenovirus to transport a genetic code to the body, and those cells, uh, the adenovirus, were grown in fetal cell lines. Now, again, that doesn't mean that there's any fetal cells in the vaccine themselves, and these fetal cell lines were originated from elected aborted fetuses that can actually be traced back to its very original ones. So, for example, one of the ones was in 1970, and the other one was in 1985. So we are talking about thousands of generations now of fetal cell lines uh, that, have, that have come from that original aborted fetal cell. And, and these cell lines are used not only to sometimes do testing or to grow uh, viruses for testing, but even making certain medications such as medications that we use nowadays for uh, hemophilia, for treatment of cystic fibrosis, even some vaccines uh, that we utilize nowadays, like the rubella vaccine and the chickenpox vaccine, also were grown through some of these same fetal cell lines. Dr. Chen, thanks for the clarification there, and I'm uh, assuming we can also put to bed the uh the theory that we're being chipped in the process, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, that is a uh, conspiracy theory that really uh, is, is just that. It's, uh, it's a theory that has arisen, I think, from misinformation, unfortunately, and there is no evidence that there is any foreign material that has put into a vaccine for the purpose of government surveillance uh, or to do any harm to us. Our guest today is Dr. Robert Chin. We're talking about vaccines and variants and the virus itself here on the Mike Douglas Show. And in just about three or four minutes, We'll talk about the differences between the two vaccines uh, that one of which you may have received and then uh, two more, which are on the way as well. Dr. Chin will talk to us about that. Again, all that coming up. Our phone number here is 209-551-3483. If you have any questions about vaccines and COVID-19 and such, now's the time to call with Dr. Chin at area code 209 209- Five five one three four eight three. We'll be back in three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at three on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. Power Talk thirteen sixty burst traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Sound freeway both east and westbound directions looking good between I five and ninety nine. We are. A little bit of 120 from South Main Street to Highway 99. Also, stop and go right now northbound 5 from 205 to East Louise Avenue. Checking your drive through Tracy. Still stop and go right now from 11th Street all the way out to Tracy Boulevard. That's a look at traffic. I'm Roy Lamella. This report is sponsored by the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hey there, it's Buck Sexton, host of the Buck Sexton podcast, found on the iHeartRadio app and Apple Podcasts. Please tune in every day as I. 
on politics, national security, and culture from a former CIA officer's perspective. The Buck Sexton Podcast. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Homeowners, it's true. You could save thousands. Interest rates are still at all-time lows. If the interest rate on your home is greater than 2.5%, then you need to call us now. Get a true refi on your 15-year fixed at just 1.75% rate, 1.99% APR, or a 30-year fixed at just 2.25% rate, 2.39% APR. That's right. A 15-year fixed at just 1.75% rate, 1.99% APR, or a 30-year fixed at just 2.25% rate, 2.39% APR with no title, escrow, or appraisal fees. Be true to yourself and call True Mortgage now at 800-249-8228. 800-249-8228. That's 800-249-8228. Or visit GetTrueMortgage.com. Sign on the line, DBA True Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to underwriting approval and not all applicants will qualify. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California finance law. License number 60DB044713. NMLS number 1626699. In honor of President's Day, Dell delivers savings to help America's small businesses get more done. Office anywhere with a up to 50% off high-performance laptops, desktops, and servers with Intel Core processors and top-brand electronics. Plus, refresh now with flexible financing options. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash President's Day. Did you know just the simple act of dressing for work can make productive? According to a recent study by the Wall Street Journal, Getting dressed for work each morning can even improve your performance. Untucked shirts are the easy way to look sharp instantly, and they're designed to be worn untucked, so you'll stay comfortable all day long. So for your next Zoom call, lose the t-shirt and grab an untucked shirt instead. It'll also be your go-to when we start all the things we've been missing. Try one today at any Untucked store or at Untucked.com. Untucked shirts, designed to be worn untucked. It's time to tell our side of the story. I'm Patrick Kirlchi. And I'm Adriana Cortez. And we're the hosts of Red Pilled America, a good old-fashioned storytelling show you won't find in Hollywood. Listen to Red Pilled America every week on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show. On Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. It's today's conversation, and today's conversation is about vaccines and variants and the virus. Our authority today is Dr. Robert Chin with uh, nearing uh, 37 years of experience of practicing family medicine here in the greater Modesto area. And our lines are open for your questions that you may have about vaccines and the variants and the COVID-19 itself. Our number here is area code 209-551-3483. If you have questions for uh, the good doctor, area code 209-551-3483. Well, Dr. Chin, uh, Lee from Modesto has a question about the timing of getting vaccines, especially if you've uh, had the virus. Lee, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show with Mike Douglas and uh, Dr. Robert Chin. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Dr. Chin. Um, I would like to know how long after you had the uh, virus can, should you wait to be vaccinated? Okay, that's a great question, Lee. Um <laughs> Presumably, if one has had the coronavirus, you already have natural antibodies that are protecting you. 
what we don't know for sure is how long those antibodies will last in your body. Now, that also depends on what dose of, of virus you were exposed to. So if you had a small dose of the virus, you may only have a small amount of antibodies, maybe enough to last you for two or three months. On the other hand, if you had uh -huh. a pretty severe case of it, it could presumably last as much as six months. Now, there is no contraindication to getting either one of these viruses right away after you get even an infection. The reason you might have heard sometimes people say, wait three months or so, is because since you are already protected, that gives other people who are not protected a chance to get the vaccine uh, and you can afford to wait a little bit. But there is no harm for you to get it even right away. And one advantage of the vaccine is that we know that you will get antibodies that will last at least six months because the trials now that have been done have patients who've had the vaccine six months ago and they still have a good amount of antibodies. The guess by both Pfizer and Moderna is that the antibodies generated from the vaccines will last at least a year. That's what they are saying. So it will be more protective for a longer time than the natural antibodies that you get from COVID infection. So even with COVID infection, you should at some point get the vaccines, but you can afford to wait three months, although you don't have to. Great well, question, really Lee. Thank you so uh, much uh, for your question. Appreciate okay. it. Okay, thank Dr. you. Dr. Chen, as, uh, as, we, uh, as we move along, what are some of the, very quickly, we've got uh, a couple of minutes here before the half hour, what are some of the differences uh, between the vaccines? Are some better than others, the two that are coming up? Uh, what are the differences, and do people need to really worry about that or not, or, or just go ahead and get whatever's available? Okay, so the short answer to your question is get whatever is available, the, uh, whatever is available to you that will be protective and, and be helpful. There are some differences if you, if you parse it down more, but they're very minor, uh, especially in respect to the benefit that it will have. So, for example, the uh, Pfizer vaccine is very finicky. I mean, it needs to be stored at minus 94 degrees, which very few places have refrigeration to store at that low of a temperature. Even the Moderna one has to be stored quite cold at minus 4 degrees, but at least it's not as cold as the Pfizer one. The next one coming out, Johnson & Johnson, can be at room temperature, so it actually will be a lot easier to transport and to and to give to, uh, to the public because it doesn't have to be stored that carefully. Uh, in terms of efficacy, they are all highly uh, efficacious, which is wonderful. We're talking about 94 to 95% effectiveness for the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine. Even the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has a 72% efficacy rate in the United States, but that is that's a little misleading to think that it may be less effective than the others because it was tested at a time when the variants started showing up even here in the United States. So the variants is going to knock down the efficacy of these vaccines. 
And so 72% efficacy here is, is still considered a very effective vaccine. And after, uh, after the bottom of the hour here, Dr. Chen, I want to uh, spend some time talking about the variants, what that means, and uh, as, as you've mentioned, how that relates to the vaccine. Again, our guest today here on the Mike Douglas Show is Dr. Robert Chin, and we're talking about vaccines, variants, and the virus, coronavirus. You're welcome to call and ask Dr. Chin any question that you may have about the subject, about vaccines or the virus itself. Our number here is area code 209-551-3483, area code 209-551-3483. Briefly, Dr. Chin, I believe they've now opened up uh, not just people above uh, the age or 65 and above, but I understand that they're opening the vaccine now to people with uh, disabilities and uh, underlying health conditions. So the window seems to be opening up a little bit for those who can obtain the virus, right? Yes, uh, and, and every area of the country has its own uh, regulations and mandates. So, uh, but here in our area, they are opening it up, uh, or they will be very shortly, to people uh, as as low as age 55 with some comorbid conditions. Although they've not really defined uh, precisely how those comorbid conditions are to, uh, are which ones will be the ones that will be qualifying. Hopefully, maybe by the end of March or maybe early April, the vaccines will be available, available to the general population regardless of age or comorbid conditions. We're talking with Dr. Robert Chin here on the Mike Douglas Show. Just just a note for those of you who uh, may be wanting to obtain a vaccine this week at the Modesto Center Plaza downtown. Uh, they're open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, to, uh, today. Well, actually, they're not open uh, today, I don't believe. But the first and second doses you can get on Thursday, the 18th, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., uh, that's first and second doses. And then second dose only on Friday the 19th, this coming uh, Friday, uh, for uh, Oakdale at the Gladys Lemon Senior Community Center. Uh, first dose only Friday the 19th from 9 a.m. to uh, 4 p.m. If you're down in Turlock and uh, you're near Stanislaus State, uh, first and second doses are available Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and the second dose only coming up Thursday uh, the 18th at uh, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., and I know here that uh, the Creekside, Creekside Middle School Patterson is closed this week. We're going to be talking more with Dr. Robert Chin about uh, vaccines, variances, and the virus itself here on the Mike Douglas Show, all that coming up. 209-551-3483 on the Mike Douglas Show here Monday through Friday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We'll be back with you in just a few moments here on the Mike Douglas Show with Dr. Robert Chen. The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Into the World of Tomorrow's Monsters, a scripted podcast starring Golden Globe nominee John Boyega and Emmy winner Darren Criss. 
In this sci-fi thriller podcast, a shadowy corporation seeks to enhance human evolution by eliminating the need for sleep. What are the repercussions when we give corporations direct access to our brains? At what point are we no longer just consumers? At what point do we become their product? Listen to Tomorrow's Monsters on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Slow traffic coming through the Altamont Pass, eastbound 580 from Greenville Road to North Flynn Road. But once you get past that, it looks good to the 205 split. Then getting into Tracy, we'll see a bit of a slow traffic right now from 11th Street all the way out to MacArthur Drive. Then getting onto Highway 5, northbound 5, looks a little slow right now. 205 merge all the way up to East Louise Avenue. That's traffic. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Every Saturday at 12 noon, call into pound 250, keyword real estate jerky, and get free expert advice on the Central Valley real estate market from host Ed Parco and guest experts from around the country. Real estate jerky gives you something to chew on. More cowbell, please. I had been told by my orthopedic surgeon a couple of years ago that he wanted to replace both my knees, and it's just not a surgery I wanted to do. And I would like to avoid any major surgery. Just the invasiveness and the tremendous rehab. Like most patients, surgery wasn't an option for Victoria Trot. Then she discovered more conservative solutions to chronic joint pain. They're called regenerative cell treatments, offered by the medical professionals at Modesto Physical Medicine. I had the regenerative cell injections in both knees at the same time. These therapies help restore damaged tissue, no surgery or downtime. Learn about these amazing new alternatives to surgery with your complimentary consultation. I have not had any pain whatsoever in my left knee since the procedure. Bottom line is I'm active again. I don't wake up in pain in the middle of the night at all. Modesto Physical Medicine, 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital. Call now, 838-3434. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. To get Mike's buy one, get one offer, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code IHEART at checkout. MyPillow.com with promo code IHEART. iHeartRadio is the number one choice for music, radio, and podcasts. All in one. No one makes it easier to hear everything free app what everybody's listening to sort of like netflix for my podcast so good i guess for me it's all about motivation i gotta drop quarantine weight any podcast you could possibly imagine is right there in front of you all the podcasts right there it's free one app one place if you're not one of the tens of millions who have the app download iHeartRadio for free today and start listening iHeartRadio. from the exergen temporal scanner thermometer weather center this report is sponsored by the outkick the coverage podcast Hey, it's Blake Travis from Outkick the Coverage. Be sure to listen to the Outkick the Coverage podcast for the most informed, outspoken, and fearless commentary in all sports. Just search Outkick the Coverage in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go to 
Mostly sunny skies for the rest of this afternoon with a few high clouds. Temperatures will be in the 60s. For tonight, clear to partly cloudy. Lows will get down into near 40s. Then for tomorrow, mostly sunny skies with temperatures in the mid-60s. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIB. And we're back with you here on the Mike Douglas Show. And uh, today's topic... Variants and the virus, COVID-19, to help us with the details today, we have with us Dr. Robert Chin, uh, going on 37 years of practicing medicine here in the greater Modesto area, also serving as the chairman of Advancing Vibrant Communities, and our phones are open for your questions about uh, vaccines or coronavirus. Here's your opportunity to ask the questions that you need clarification for about vaccines, variants, and the virus, the number to call during our time here with Dr. Chen is area code 209-551-3483. That's area code 209-551-3483 here on the Mike Tuglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Well, Dr. Chen, a few moments ago, we were talking about uh, conspiracy theories and such and, and, and a lot of fear uh, that m- some may have about taking a vaccine. And John from Brentwood has some concerns about that, especially as it relates to the media. John, uh, welcome. You're on with Dr. Chen and Mike Douglas here on the Mike Douglas Show. Welcome. Hey, hey guys. Yeah, just to, I'd like to adopt his opinion. And I'm I'm as conservative as they come, I'm getting the vaccine. I'm 65. I wear a mask when required. Otherwise, it stays in my pocket. I'm not worried about this thing at all. I shake hands with people. You know, I go where I can go, and, and I'm not really concerned about it at all. But when the vaccine comes out, I will get it because I want to live my life again. I'm tired of all this BS going on. But my concern is that the sense, the sense, sense, sense sensualization, if I'm not saying that right, in the media, every time a person gets sick or has an adverse reaction or god forbid dies after they get the vaccine and the media blows this thing up and and they don't tell you in the headlines that they haven't even proven that the person had died from getting the vaccine or that even caused it just that person dies one week after getting vaccine and all that and then all, all the other stuff just the you know and every week it seems there's a new variant of this disease they've discovered in south africa or in england or in spain and the vaccine may not work on this one and it may not work on that one and i think it's just steering a lot of people away from even wanting to get the vaccine i think they're the, the media is just i don't know if they're trying to keep this thing running um i don't understand what what their whole but i i know you know they want the centralization of it but i just don't understand their whole point and all that and i'll take the comments off there and i love your show Okay. John, well, thanks so much. Uh, question. Dr. Chin, uh, what do you think about that as far as the media's treatment? Yeah, I, I think that uh, <clears throat> it's, it's very confusing for a lot of people because they're hearing so many different uh, perspectives on things, uh, even regards to something as, I think, straightforward to me as a vaccine, but but there's always there's always personal interpretations of it, and so that can become very confusing. So I understand what John is saying and where he's coming from. Uh, so let me see if I can give you my perspective, John. I, I want to say first of all that uh, I think your intent on getting the vaccine is correct, 
and I think that is a uh, will be a wise decision. Now, uh, this vaccine is probably more watched than any vaccine in the history of the world because it did come out in a stressful situation. It came out as an emergency use rather than waiting for FDA certification. Uh, it's come out in the midst of a, a bad situation where there are many people dying throughout the world. And so there is no vaccine that has more eyes on it than these vaccines coming out for COVID-19. So let me tell you, that's one of the reasons why you may be getting stories everywhere. But in general, I think the consensus is quite clear from the CDC, from the NIH, and from the FDA. And that is that, one, these vaccines have actually been very safe. <clears throat> For the amount of anaphylaxis, and we're talking about, you know, less than, at least as of the end of December, I think there were 21 anaphylactic cases, none of which who died. Everybody survived. Some were more severe than others, requiring hospitalization and getting an EpiPen. And by the way, if you get an anaphylactic reaction to the first vaccine, they recommend you don't get the second one, obviously. So, but nobody has died from that. There are some reports of death which is unclear, uncertain, if it could be attributable to the vaccine for sure or not, because by the time you give it to thousands or, or hundreds of thousands of people, Inevitably, you have people that die or have, have uh, various adverse reactions. Most of what with these vaccines have been very minor. Uh, so there are cases that are being watched very closely and tested right now to see if there's any link. For example, one of them is this drop in platelet count that caused uh, several people. I know, I know two cases. There may be more. Uh, two cases who got the vaccine, and then uh, their platelet count dropped so much that, that they had a bleed in the brain and, and died. Could that be just something that would have happened anyway? You know, you can bet it's being looked at very closely to see. But the overall incidence of adverse in, uh, reactions, especially severe adverse reactions, are very, very small. Now, John, you brought up the point of variance, and variance are indeed troubling. And maybe let me start by defining a few terms to see if uh, we can make this more clear. So, so let me define the term mutation, variant, and strain. Those are related, but they're, they're, they're on a spectrum. A mutation is when a virus undergoes a change in their, in their genetic code that could make them uh, more dangerous, or it could even make them less dangerous. They could undergo, undergo a mutation that actually makes it die and kills itself off. Uh, but when it undergoes a mutation that gives it a significant characteristic that seems to endure, then we call that a variant. That means now we have a growth of viruses uh, with this new mutational change that is not going to die off. Now, by the time that variant also has clinical implications, and that means that they affect human beings uh, in a certain way, whether, again, whether good or bad or however, but by the time they are having effects on human beings that looks like it's going to be sustainable, now we call that that virus has become a new strain. 
So what you're talking about with these variations that have occurred in the UK, in South Africa, and in Brazil, they are really now properly would be termed strains, new strains of viruses. We know that strains, new strains of viruses occur all the time. That's, they occur with the flu uh, virus, and that's why we have to have new vaccines every year that's tailored to the, the new strains. <clears throat> and it was expected that this coronavirus would also undergo mutations that would cause new strains, and that's what's happened now. So these new strains in the U.K. seem to be much more infectious, though maybe just very slightly more deadly, the ones in South Africa and the ones in Brazil are also much more infectious. We're not sure yet if they're more deadly or not. But one of the things that is worrisome about these new strains is that now they can develop a resistance uh, to the vaccines. The vaccines won't work as well against them. And we are seeing that the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine does not work quite as well against the South African strain and the Brazil strain. They seem to still work very well against the UK strain. Uh, but the worry is that could there be a, a strain that develops that will make the vaccines totally ineffective? That's not the case right now, but that is a possibility. Doc, Dr. Chen, thanks for unpacking those differences. Uh, that, that, that helps us quite a bit. Uh, Andrew from Modesto has a question about... Uh, having uh, taken the second dose and his immunity. Andrew, you're on with Dr. Chin and Mike Douglas. Hello, Andrew. Okay, well, Dr. Chin, Andrew's uh, question was, uh, he had a second dose. How soon is he immune uh, after that second dose? Do we know that? Yeah. Uh, when Pfizer and Moderna did their testing, that's one of the things that is included in, in their evaluation. So Pfizer says that one week after your second dose, you are 95% immune. Moderna says that two weeks after your second dose, you are 94% immune. Now, there is some thought that even beyond that time, let's say 12 weeks after your shot, you may actually have even greater immunity because that vaccine is still working to build up antibodies. But those are the official statistics out by those two vaccines. We're talking with Dr. Robert Chin about vaccines, variances, and the virus here on the Mike Douglas Show. The phone number to ask your question of Dr. Chin is area code 209-551-3483, area code 209-551. 3483 and uh, Jerry and Lee have some questions uh, that I'll pose for them to you Dr. Chin coming right up we'll be back in three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV the Mike Douglas show every weekday at three on Power Talk 1360 KFIV Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Get reports of an accident in Manteca, southbound 99, just after Highway 120. It's over to the right shoulder with CHP and tow trucks on the scene. Northbound 5, still a bit slow from Mossdale Road to Lathrop Road. Also, eastbound 132, going to see the brake lights from Highway 33 to River Road. That's a look at your traffic. I'm Roy Lamella. 
This report is sponsored by the Outkick the Coverage podcast. Hey, it's Buddy Travis from Outkick the Coverage. Be sure to listen to the Outkick the Coverage podcast for the most informed, outspoken, and fearless commentary in all the sports. <laughs> Just search for Outkick the Coverage in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go to get your podcast. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board. Then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com join. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash join. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash join. ZipRecruiter.com slash join. Homeowners, it's true. You could save thousands. Interest rates are still at all-time lows. If your home is greater than 2.5%, then you need to call us now. Get a true refi on your 15-year fix at just 1.75% rate, 1.99% APR, or a 30-year fix at just 2.25% rate, 2.5%. That's right. A 15-year fix at just 1.75% rate, 1.99% APR, or a 30-year fix at just 2.25% rate, 2.39% APR with no title, escrow, or appraisal fees. Be true to yourself and call True Mortgage now at 800-249-8228, 800-249-8228. That's 800-249-8228. Or visit GetTrueMortgage.com. Sign on the line at DBH True Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to underwriting approval and not all applicants will qualify. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California finance law. License number 60DD044713. NMLS number 1626699. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. Visit PCADevZone.org. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And here we are, and there you are, and thanks for being with us here on the Mike Douglas Show today. Uh, an exceptional opportunity to talk with Dr. Robert Chin, uh, nearing 37 years here in the Modesto area as a physician, and uh, answering some really great questions today about vaccines, variances, and the coronavirus itself. Dr. Chin, a couple of uh, quick questions, and then we'll go back to the phones. Uh, Jerry uh, had called in, wanted to know if uh, we've had the vaccine, will we need to take it again next year? Okay, so uh, that question is unknown right now, but I think the likelihood of, of having to have a booster shot every year, like the flu vaccine, is actually, in my mind, a very high uh, possibility. And again, that is because as these viruses undergo mutations and changes a little bit, we have to tweak our vaccines to be able to uh, be effective against the prevailing 
strain that is out at that time. So my guess is that in the next few years, maybe even 10 years, we're going to be getting a a yearly flu vaccine and a yearly corona vaccine side by side. I don't know that for sure, but I think most people, uh, most epidemiologists are, are leaning toward thinking that way. All right, and uh, Lee had another question for you. Does your blood type add to your vulnerability for contracting COVID-19? Okay. All right. Uh, Yes, Lee, there is some evidence that that might be so. Again, it's not really hard and strong evidence, but there is some evidence that seemingly people with type O blood seem to do a little bit better. They don't seem to get a severe disease as, say, people with type A blood, which seems to have been the worst. Now, whether, whether that holds out when we do a lot more testing or not, um, we don't know for sure. But at least initially, there is, there is that uh, impression at this point. So it might be. Thank you, Dr. Chin. Uh, Julie from Stockton, you have uh, some questions about how do other medications fit into this. Julie, you're on with Dr. Chin and Mike Douglas. Yes, hi to the both of you, and thanks for having me on. Uh, Yeah, my mom is 84. Um, She's on quite a few different heart medications, blood thinners, uh, pacemaker. Um, She has the flu shot every year, which does fine for her. would um, these vaccines have any interactions with any of these medications she's on? Uh, so uh, you're asking Julie if your mother, who has a, who's on a lot of heart medications, might 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 pose a greater risk for her to take the vaccine. Did I understand that question correctly? Correct. Okay. So uh, at this point, it is still recommended to get the vaccine, even if you have. Uh, an immunocompromised uh, situation, such as, let's say, severe uh, rheumatoid arthritis or, uh, or severe heart disease. In fact, those patients are actually going to be more susceptible to severe corona uh, reactions and severe disease. So there's an argument that your mother, above most other people will need the vaccine even more. So there's no contraindication to giving the vaccine in those cases. The only contraindication in using the present vaccines, Moderna or Pfizer, if you're allergic to one of its components, and the, and the component that they're looking at is called polyethylene glycol. Now, you know that you're allergic to polyethylene glycol if you've ever taken Marilax or you've ever undergone a colonoscopy because they use polyethylene glycol to clean out your system before colonoscopy. So if you have a severe reaction with that, uh, with that drug, then you should not take the Moderna vaccine. Otherwise, it's encouraged for you to do so. All righty. Thank you so much. Julie, Thank thanks you. for calling. Uh, great, great question. Uh, Carol from uh, Tracy is uh, wondering about some of the potential side effects of the vaccine. Uh, Carol, you're on with uh, Dr. Chen and Mike Douglas. Yes, Mike. Thank you for taking my call. My question to Dr. Chen is, should a person diagnosed with factor V Leiden 
which is the blood clotting uh, disease, get the COVID-19 vaccine? Yes, there is no contraindication for that. In fact, uh, one of the one of the worrisome things about COVID-19 is that it actually can cause blood clots. So mm-hmm. if you have if you have a if you have a deficiency in forming blood clots, you actually may be a little bit protected, but we don't know that for sure. But certainly the vaccine would not be a contraindication uh, in, in, in situations where your blood may not clot as well. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, I, think, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Carol, thanks for calling in. Appreciate your question. Again, uh, Dr. Robert Chin is with us as our special guest today as we talk about vaccines, uh, variants, and the virus. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our number here is area code 209-551-3483. That's area code 209-551-3483. A real quick question from a caller, uh, Tiffany and and Augustine, and she was wondering, Dr. Chin, uh, if a person uh, wanting to get pregnant should take the vaccine. Okay. So the American College of Gynecology uh, says that if you are pregnant, you still ought to get the vaccine. Now, to be sure, when the studies were done, they did not enroll pregnant people into uh, the studies. So we don't know uh, or we can't declare with with, with certainty that there is no risk. However, there were some patients who subsequently were found to be pregnant uh, who had undergone the vaccine during the trials, and there were no problems with any of those situations. So it seems to be okay to take the vaccine even in pregnancy, even in lactation, and the American College of Gynecology actually encourages women who are pregnant to get the vaccine, but we don't have authoritative proof that there is no danger there. That is just based on experiences that we've seen so far. Uh, It does look to be safe. Great. Uh, Dr. Chin, thank you for that and uh, unpacking that for us. And and Tiffany, thanks for bringing your question to us as well. Uh, Another question from uh, Carolyn in Tracy, Dr. Chin. She was wondering um, about blood clotting. Is is that an issue uh, stemming from the vaccines? No, uh, there has not been any incidents that uh, I've ever heard of where the uh, where there is more propensity to get blood clots, like a like a like a blood clot in the leg or in the brain. Uh, that has not uh, been seen uh, with any of the vaccines so far. Dr. Robert Chin. Thank you so much for hanging in with us during this hour. Some exceptionally good questions today, and we so much appreciate your responses. You've been listening to The Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.